Welcome to Broadcast 50 of Indie Radio. Indie Radio is an indie game development talk show which is here to bring you interviews with both large and lesser-known developers, recap the latest news, debate about topics in indie gaming, and to give you some tips and tricks for your journey into game development. Today is December 6th, uh, 2014, and I will be your host, Brett Hudson, broadcasting live from the U.S. East Coast. And I'll be your co-host, Ian Jones, also broadcasting from the United States East Coast. And we have a guest today, um, Florian, who's also saying that there's some echo, which isn't good. Uh, but you, you want to give a short little introduction? <laughs> <laughs> you must really stop this echo. What's going on, man? Uh, is, it, is it you're echoing? You're making the echo. Stop playing back the, <laughs> the radio. Uh-oh. Uh, is that better? Nope, still there. Are, are, you, are you listening to the, like, the live thing? Or did you press play on there? Oh, that must be. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. <laughs> it all makes sense now. Okay, so hello there, people. I'm Florian Hunsler, the guy who programmed The Binding of Isaac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect. <laughs> so professional. Hi, yeah, fun. This is my first audio interview ever because I've been really shy and now I finally decided to start making interviews now that no one cares anymore. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So first audio interview, tried uh, Skyping with us and listening to the show as it goes out at the same time. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I muted my mic and I was like, you shouldn't be able to hear me now. Um, but yeah, so let's let's get to it. Uh, there's not a whole lot of news right now. Um, anybody listening that doesn't know how the show typically works, we have an IRC channel, um, which can be found on the astronet.org network, or if you go to indiefunction.com radio, it's available at the bottom of the page. And you can join the IRC, uh, talk to us as the show goes on, um, just mention things, uh, ask Florian questions, and just overall have a fun time. So if you guys want to join that, it's available there. Um, you can also find it via our Twitter, which is at IndieFunction. So yeah, let's get to it. Today's news, we have one topic, unless anybody else wants to jump in and throw in another topic. Uh, we didn't really see too much that was really interesting. There's a new Unity version that came out, but the new Unity version comes out every time that we do the radio. So, yeah. But uh, Ludum Dare's this weekend, Ludum Dare 31, uh, which is crazy. The theme is entire game on one screen, which makes it a very vague theme. Um, vague enough where you can really make any game, but open enough, or but exact enough where it kind of restricts you. Um, like one of my ideas was, oh hey, it'd be kind of cool to maybe do a game where like you can only see one screen at a time, so you'd connect to your phone or something. But then again, that could kind of break the rule entire game on one screen, but I don't know. It's a kind of cool idea. Hmm? Does you have another screen? Yeah, because um, my, my thought process was kind of entire game on one screen, so, like, you can only have one screen at a time, but that sounds kind of like cheating, but no. If, if anybody wants to take that idea, go for it. Um, I'm not using it. And then... Uh, are you entering the jam, Ian? I'm not sure yet. I actually have a few ideas on sort of 
going through to see if uh, I feel like entering. It's been a while, so it might be fun. And then uh, before the show, we were talking with Florian, and he said that he doesn't like game jams. <laughs> so you want to you want to elaborate? One. And things like I think it's too pressuring. I don't think I would be able to make a game in that short time. <laughs> yeah, that's. But, uh, oh, sorry. But it seems like oh, a lot of the the good old games would be. On one screen only, like Minesweeper and Tetris and Snake and all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I, guess I there's quite a lot of possibility to make an instant classic. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little bit of Snake and the idea that I have, where you have screen wrap. Although that's in a lot of games, but like one yeah, of my first ideas was kind of to do something like Snake, where you can't stop moving, but yeah, it it withered it it withered away. Maybe you're a shark that can't stop moving. A shark that can't, can't stop moving. Well, my game is an underwater game, so that's, that's interesting. We're we were thinking about doing a jellyfish. <laughs> well, that's nice. It looks nice at least mm-hmm. when it's physical somewhat. So a game where you're a squid once. <laughs> really? Oh yeah, your your YouTube channel, which. We should mention is a uh, game squid. So, you wanna you wanna tell the little story behind why you decided to choose game squid? What you, what you have with squids? Oh, it's basically I'm good at drawing tentacles, so squids are great. <laughs> it's pretty random, really. <laughs> it's just me playing games on there and stuff, and also making drawings and other things that are more interesting slightly. That's slightly. Good. Slightly. Alright, I'm just going to open up the chat quick. Um, So, we can start in a lot of different places. We could ask you about what's going on now. We could start from the beginning. Um, So, where do you want to go, Florian? Do you want to talk about, like, where how you started making games? Or do you want to talk about your current projects? What do you want to start with? I don't think I can tell you much about my current projects, except for that I have started using Unity and I'm working on several 3D games now. Ooh. But but the learning is still there. I, I still need to learn a lot about Unity and and C Sharp. So the games themselves will probably take a while until they're they're showable. So I guess we can talk about how I started. Yeah, let's, let's do that. So, years ago you started Game Dev. Um, so, uh, how, how old were you, and what, what got you in? I think I was 12, but I guess it's all a blur by now. I'm 26 now, so that's a long time ago. It's almost a, only a third of my life that I have not been working on it. No, wait, actually I'm bad at math now. <laughs> I guess. It's, it's like a third. Two, two fifths, I think, maybe. Let me... Uh, yeah, that, that makes more sense. Uh, <laughs> well, it's a long time. Three still, sevens. I guess. <laughs> so I I had a a little book where there was a SCD of Flash and a test version, <laughs> and uh, at some point I pirated it surely, or maybe it was pirated already. I don't remember. <laughs> and then I started making my very own Flash games, and it was all. A very long process of starting to get into it, and a very playful process. Made 
characters that one game I worked on for for almost a year and I just kept adding enemies to it and it's really confusing and difficult and makes very little sense in the end. But it's all just for the learning curve, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's what a lot of people do uh, towards the beginning is just continuously make random stuff, whether it really makes sense or not. Did you ever release this game? Yes, it's called Kind Raiders. You can find it on my homepage, but it's very crude and very unplayable, I would think. <laughs> I'm going to look it up. Well, I, I guess if you want to get into it, it's, it'll be surprisingly challenging. <laughs> wait, wait, what was the title? Car Invaders. Car Invaders. Oh, there it is. It's one of the last ones. Yeah. Here is some very old stuff. It's under that. I was looking at your main thing, and I was like, that that didn't sound like what he said, because the C word's on there. <laughs> oh, yeah, the C word. One of me and Edmund's best games ever. <laughs> they, he tried to get it on Steam, but it wouldn't take it. Unfortunately. Hmm. I wonder why. I wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> it could be any amount of reasons. So, with your uh, Flash game self, I'm sure that led you to Newgrounds, where you eventually met Edmonds. Um, you want to tell us about like your early new Newgrounds days? Actually, I, I met Edmund by writing him an email because I liked Gish. Really? Yes. So you, you didn't even meet on Newgrounds? We were both on Newgrounds. Well, maybe he told me to go on Newgrounds, actually. Yeah, I, I'm... I was having flash games, but nowhere to put them, so that made sense. Hmm. Were you thinking this was going to be another, like, oh yeah, uh, Mr. Mr. Uh... Okay, I, I forgot how I just started that sentence, so I'm going to start over. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> he, he told us, like, that's how he met Tommy, so I was just kind of assuming with the whole flash thing... Um, and like Newgrounds was a really great place for people to meet up. That I'm sure I've met Tommy somewhere, yeah. I, I met a lot of people on Newgrounds, but not Edmund, I don't think. I think I knew him before Newgrounds. Or maybe I'm wrong about that. I guess I, I did play his Flash games too, but I guess the main. Maybe that's how I contacted him, but I definitely was into Gish before. And I. Had a, a pirated version of Gish, and I and I told him that too, and he was almost mad at the start, but then he was fine with it. He was mad at first because I had a pirated version. Of his oh, game, yeah. I I somehow missed the whole pirate thing. <laughs> it was uh, very unintelligible, I know. Yeah, so good. Hey, I pirated your game. You want to make something? <laughs> you check out my games. <laughs> That's how it went. Mine, mine are free. To, I'm surprised we got friends in the end. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna try that. Now. I'm gonna I'm try sorry. that sometimes. Just pirate someone's game and be like, yo, I really liked it. You wanna, you wanna work together? <laughs> That's make connections, guys. Piracy is highly underrated. That's funny. So uh, let's let's continue on with your flash games. What what were some of your favorite projects to work on? Well, I did always like the ones with Edmund, pretty interesting, and he also 
he definitely knew much more about games than me, so he, he knew how to sell them as well and stuff. So we were guaranteed to make some money if I made with, made games with him, so that's good. Uh, I definitely like the Seabird a whole lot. <laughs> definitely. We always say it's one of our best games. <laughs> I, I, can, I can back that up. Such a colorful game. <laughs> um... So, so just to insert something here, um, the C word is in any game, the movie for a brief second, and it's the strangest phenomenon ever. Because every time I show someone the movie, they look down right before it comes on and look up after it's been shown on the screen. Every every time I watch it with somebody, the the fourth time I watched it with somebody, I was like, "Hey, put your head up and look at this." They're like, "Whoa, what?" They, everybody just misses it. Like, my mom and I watched it, and she didn't even notice it. I was like, what? I guess it's in one of the pauses of speech where you would think that there's nothing interesting there, and then they just show the clips of it. Maybe. But yeah, it's it's a weird phenomenon. I'm wondering if anybody else out there had ever experienced this. Maybe, maybe you program something in there to mess with our minds, and just, like, make us look away? Oh, I wasn't... I wasn't involved with that thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so um, I totally cut you off there. But uh, what? So you were saying that that's one of your favorite games that you've made. Um, so what? Yeah. Well, I I think you can talk more freely and like have a conversation with me rather than just wait for me to answer the question. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. Oh, um, but. So, like, what what made it really fun working on that game? Was it just the um, absurdness of the idea, or...? Oh, it's just a nice, a nice one-week project, so that was nice. Uh, two weeks, I guess, maybe, I, I forget, but it was really short to make. And then it was sponsored by Newgrounds, so that was good. <laughs> if I'm not missing that, I'm pretty sure it's sponsored by Newgrounds. I, I'm pretty sure it is. Like ninety nine percent. I've I've played it a couple times. Oh good. Have you ever beaten it without getting any of the diseases? No, no. I I always get some 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 other levels to do that. I don't I don't even know if I've beaten it more than once, to be honest. Because usually I I show it to my friends and they get all like freaked out. They're like, Oh my god, what is this? You don't play games by yourself? Hmm? What was that, Ian? Do you not, do you not I, play them by yourself? So, I right. have no idea what to expect. I didn't realize it would literally be that, and I kind of appreciate it even more now. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. No, no I, I usually play games with myself, but it's one of those kind of, like, games where it's really fun to watch other people play it, or to just see their reaction. Um... Like, one time I was playing Binding of Isaac in class at school, in high school, and, um, like, my friend glanced over and he's like, did you just pick up an item called Mom's Bra? And he was just like, what? And then he said it kind of loudly, and he's like, oh my gosh. And, like, some people kind of heard him say something about Mom's Bra, and we got weird looks. So we decided to kind of, like, announce every item we would pick up. Oh, no. As we go through the, the game. And, uh, I don't know, like, all the games that 
you and Edmund make are just kind of fun to narrate as you as you play them in a in a public setting, so to say. <laughs> I wonder how how well the game would have done if it wasn't so obscene in these ways. <laughs> uh, which one, the C word? Uh, buying a bicycle, actually. How well it would have done? It already did really well, though. Yes, it did. I mean, <clears throat> apparently that's what it takes to be obscene. <laughs> but also, it, I wouldn't say that it's it's intensely obscene. It's just slightly odd, I would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just because you guys it seem to have no limits. Good, yeah. But slightly odd is definitely good. But I guess the question is, would it have been successful if it was uh, about about other things, <laughs> if it was about shooting regular things. <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't know. It, I, I, I really don't know. Well, I guess that's, that's a part good... of Edmund's genius, to pick things like that. <laughs> yeah. So with, with Isaac, um, how much input did you have on uh, game design and uh, inputting your own ideas? Well, Edmund came up with the concept, but I, I definitely had some kind of input on the, the gameplay and on the, the bosses and stuff. <laughs> like, I, I think I think I came up with putting the horseman in, but then I, I, I just got that idea from playing Darksiders, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I totally... Um... Didn't know what the horse or the, the horse horsemen were until I played Darksiders, so that's kind of funny. Uh, I think I saw them first in Supernatural, but that shows kind of odd. <laughs> I don't know if, if that's something you should admit to being a fan of. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I know I'm a lot of Supernatural fans. It's fine as long as you're not like a fanatic that's Supernatural all the time, and you should send people Supernatural gifts. Oh no, definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did watch all the episodes, and I still do, in fact, but I'm getting bored of them now. I do watch a lot of TV. <clears throat> um, so, with with the Horsemen, did you did you just say, "Hey, we should add the Horsemen," or did you come up with ideas? Like, what what were some of the bosses that you inspired? That I inspired. Well, I think that's pretty much the extent of the bosses that I inspired. Possibly, maybe I, I think I might have might have given him the idea of having the the asteroid-like boss, fistula or whatever. Oh yeah. Oh, and I I definitely came up with Bomberman. <laughs> <laughs> Bomberman, Bomberman. Which which one was that again? Uh, I think it's Ross. It's one of the mini bosses. Uh Oh, is that one of the seven deadly sins? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I think that's pride. No. I don't know. I've I've played too much Isaac in the last few it's weeks. Most, I should know I, this. I, I'm pretty certain it's Ross, but I might be wrong. Ross, I guess it's pronounced Ross. Oh, Ross. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't quite sure what you were saying there. I was like, Ross. Uh... Wait, is that, actually, is that actually a deadly sin? Am I wrong now about everything? No, no, Wrath is a deadly sin, I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. And I only know that from Isaac. <laughs> I was confused about that because we also had Ross in the, the name of the DLC, so I was confused. Okay, it all makes sense now. Yeah. I'm, I'm not... 
I'm not 100% with the Isaac trivia. It's more Edmund's thing that. I just know the, some of the things, some of the gameplay things. <laughs> send, send me the info, I'll, I'll put in the game. <laughs> huh? Oh, I, I was pretending to you. It's just, oh, send, send oh, me all your stuff, I'll just put it in. <laughs> oh, yeah. He definitely sent me a lot of things that I put in, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> So, like, did did you come up with any items or anything, or was it mostly just Edmund coming up with the ideas and you working no, your it's programming hard to tell magic? At this point, um, let's see. There were a few things I wanted to do, but that Edmund didn't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, for example, wanted to make an item that turns Isaac head into a butt, and then he would shoot out random random tears that are brown. Well, why would he shoot that down? <laughs> oh yeah. Said it didn't fit with the concept. <laughs> you run around a a basement <laughs> and shoot poop. Why why wouldn't you be able to shoot poop with poop? Exactly, it makes no sense. The poop is the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter though. I'm sure I'm telling that story wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, either way, good story. <laughs> Maybe I pitched it wrong to him. Hmm. Oh well. I like how there's a lot more poop-based enemies in Rebirth. Yeah, it was a bit shocking at first. Like, I was like, oh hey, all I'm fighting is poop. <laughs> it's beautiful. Yeah, it, it really is. Yeah, because the first time I booted it up, I like the entire floor was those little poop monsters and then the <laughs> ones that rush you. And then I got Dingle as a boss. I was like, oh, they weren't kidding when they when they said there was more poop. <laughs> it was important to add. Uh, when I first made uh, like one of the first prototypes, I made like uh, a bottle lock that could be broken if you shoot it. Mm -hmm. And I thought, hmm, I wonder what Admiral would come up with for this. And then he drew a, a piece of poop. <laughs> I was very surprised. So, <laughs> so that's the origin of the poop? <laughs> well, I'm sure he had it all in his mind. <laughs> oh, geez, that's funny. Edmund, I need some art. Here you go. <laughs> mm. So, uh, speaking of Rebirth, uh, so it's been a cult phenomenon. Um, everybody's everybody's playing it. Like, every time I look down at the corner of my screen where it says somebody's playing something on Skype, it's like, always Binding Isaac. Um, it's... Apparently, it was it made it into the, the top 10 most played games for at least a week when it came yeah. out in, on Steam, and then it's still on the top 15 at least, so that's amazing. Yeah, so how... Um, I know that the original purpose, or purpose, that's not the right word, the original reason you didn't work on Rebirth is because you had no console experience, right? Well, well I also didn't have any experience with any non-Flash things, so it makes sense. Mm, I only sense. made Flash games before that. Yeah. So, did you, how, how do you feel about the whole thing, like, are you totally cool with it? Do you wish you could have been a part of the process? Like, what? 
Uh, I think there might be a, a DLC where I'll be more part of the process, but it's fine because I was at the point where the Rebirth started to begin. I was totally not into being in Isaac anymore. There was a lot of pressure of the of making all these new things, and then the whole game was just so big that and he, booting up the Flash version took like half an hour each time. So. Jeez. Which is a lot shorter now because I have a good computer now. <laughs> <laughs> and also, it definitely doesn't lag on this computer, so I guess all people can just buy a new computer and play the old Isaac. <laughs> yeah. Make sure to get an SSD hard drive, they're amazing. <laughs> oh yeah, SSD as well. I, I have Windows on an SSD on this laptop, and the first time it booted up, like... I had pretty much turned around to talk to somebody and turned back, and it was already booted up. And it was like the span of five seconds, and yeah, I didn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite amazing. Hey, Ian, have you gotten around to playing Rebirth yet? I have not. <sighs> no, I have it oh, on no. both my Vita and PC, because I'm a little Binding of Isaac addict. You must all buy Rebirth, it's important. <laughs> Support Rebirth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've, I've ended up putting more hours into my Vita version, mainly just because I can take it places, so I wanted to have all the items unlocked in that, more than the PC. Did you, did you say Vita or Beta? Vita, like PlayStation Vita. Oh, right. So I guess you weren't part of the beta, that makes sense. Okay. I, I was would have been surprised if you had been, I guess. Oh, there was a beta where they called it beta? No, I, it's just a German mispronunciation. Oh. I am from Austria and languages and such. I gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that was... Uh, they, they made a patch today, I don't even know what they changed. I guess I'll have to get in contact more. <laughs> yeah, I could look it up. Uh, Isaac Batch. Oh yeah. Uh, December 6th. Maybe they did more of the things that I, I wrote on the list for them to do, hmm. but maybe not. Your per your poop noises aren't good enough. Um, hmm? you, the, the poop noises aren't good enough. You think right. that? No, no, that I was pretending that was like one of the items on the list. Really? No, it's it, it, oh. it, it was more of a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Bad joke. Um... I can't find anything. Rebirth patch. Is, is this a PC patch, or...? Steam patch, yeah, whatever. It's oh, yeah, patch it a lot, actually. Yeah, the, I, I made the, the poop sounds with my mouse for, the, for all the <laughs> yeah. Isaac games. It's like... That sounds exactly like the poop. So, are, is it... Are you just I like... A, I'm sorry. I had a worse microphone, though, at the time. Are you like doing a like a like? Are you blowing up your mouth and just popping your your lips, or are you using the finger method where you put your finger in your cheek and pull out? Oh, it's just the mouth and the tongue. Wow. I, can, I have two ways of doing it actually. Brilliant. <laughs> the most important contribution to the Isaac. <laughs> So I or I just called Ian Isaac. Oh my goodness! I am, 
I'm I'm done talking for a little bit. I need to reopen my thing, so Ian, you take over. Ask questions. That's the thing that happens. Very interesting. <laughs> Asking questions or so ask me the questions. How about we just have a regular laid back conversation? Okay. Yeah, sure. So um oh well a a certain before before we do that, I I was told by somebody to make sure I make a crack about a 3DS version and ask that. Mostly as a joke, but kind of as a serious question. Will Rebirth be coming to 3DS? I have no idea, in fact. <laughs> I, I don't even care about any consoles, ever. I, do you like how there was no gamepad support? Because <laughs> I don't know gamepads, I don't understand them. What is this? Yeah, I probably could have researched how to do them, but no. <laughs> but now there is in Rebirth. Mm -hmm. I can play with gamepads. <laughs> yeah. Do you do you like playing with a gamepad? No. No. Oh. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> because I'm very used to PC keyboard controls only in all the games. I think it. Well, I don't know. Personally, I feel like it depends on the game, because like for mm -hmm. some, it just kind of makes more sense to have a gamepad. It seems more, I don't know, more naturally, like it's easier to control it, but then there's other ones where I definitely prefer to have a computer set up for it, like a Steam or something. Just... A lot of people say that, but for me it's just keyboard always better. <laughs> it's just so so weird to hold a, a gamepad for me. It's yeah, very odd. I guess if you're not used to it. And it's it's weird to you. It probably yeah. won't be. Like uh, Super Meat Boy, I always played that with a keyboard. The day that I played it with a gamepad, my my life changed. <laughs> I played it with a gamepad, and I was like, "Oh my goodness, this is amazing." Uh, I never liked playing that with a keyboard. Okay, good, good. So it's not every game for you. It's just most. Well, games. I didn't play much of that. <laughs> so gamepads. Let's let's go check the IRC. Make sure nobody's asked any questions. IRC. Oh, is that quiet? It's the chat. There's, there's literally nothing happening in the IRC. I'm just gonna mention no, everyone quick. Can you oh. see how many people are watching? Uh, not until the show's over. Um, a thousand mm -hmm. likes doesn't give us a live count because I don't even there know why. Be, there could be no people at all. No, I, I know that there's there's two people at least that are in the chat listening. Oh, oh. apparently I think one of them has quit. Oh. Oh no. What no. Have done? Oh, well, it was a little bit ago. We love yeah. you. Oh, Flare ninety seven said hi. So. Any questions, Flare ninety seven? <laughs> Any questions? Not Cameron Erickson. <laughs> yeah, I, I chatted with him earlier. He's like, oh, yeah. oh, come on. Oh, we got some things on Twitter. Yeah, let's let's Twitter it up. Any questions for Florian Hinsel? We are live on air. HTTP. It's very interesting this setup that you've got here. Yeah, it's just, it works. 
That's just like so professional. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> professional, yeah. Could have totally asked for the questions in advance. Well, we did. Nobody, <laughs> nobody wanted to send us any questions. Oh, I'm so boring to everyone. I see. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not at all what we're saying. <laughs> There, there's a lot going on this weekend, you know? I feel like most people are just currently trying to, like, rush to put together the Bojandari things instead of... Yeah. Oh, there's, there's a show. That's, that, that's what I'm using as an excuse. I don't know if that's true or not, but... You think a lot of you... <laughs> you think a lot of your audience are game designers themselves? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Interesting. Um, I mean, that's, that's kind of how the indie game scene... Really works is that like everybody's friends or knows of everybody, so to say. So, so most of them have at least tried at some point, even if they don't like continue making them themselves. Like they have like a little bit of experience. And then furthermore, for us, it's kind of at least when we started, and still now we're trying to sort of do education for game developers in addition to covering news on game development and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So it's more focused towards the developers with us than just uh, gamers. I'm like indie gamer, so it's it's yeah. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we have a YouTube series that I revive every once in a while, um, and I always forget about. Um, but it's it's like a little action script three tutorial series that I really need to start working out again. Oh, Mr. Fourth Dimension just joins. That's a familiar familiar oh. name. Ask a quick ask questions. The questions. Mr. Fourth, ask questions. We have the answers, but we don't have the questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll play a fun game where Florian will say something, and then somebody's got to ask the question after he's already answered it. <laughs> <laughs> what is... Oh, it's Jeopardy now? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, let's see. I actually don't know how to play that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, isn't, isn't it like you you have topics and then you get a question and you have to answer the yeah, question in the form of a question? It's been 100 and 500 and so on. I don't even know how to play Jeopardy myself, so I shouldn't describe this. I don't know. We, we played a variant <laughs> of it in a high school class of mine. Yeah, but... That's high school. It's, <laughs> not, it's, it's not like you left and you were like, I won, and now I'm a thousand dollars richer. Woo! It's more so, oh, hey, my group got candy. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're going to base our Jeopardy off of that for you. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, we've got Binding of Isaac for 200. And then also huh? Rebirth, that's another category. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, right. Um, well, that's very challenging. Let's not play this. Florian doesn't want to play games. Okay. Uh, he just wants to make them. So, with, with, um, oh, jeez. It, it's like, oh, hey, Brett, here's an idea. And then the idea is like, ha, psych. And then it just leaves my mind as I'm asking it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. So um, earlier before the show, we were chatting, and you said that you could only work for an hour at a time, uh, really, before you kind of get distracted. Um, 
so it's hard enough to start and then I usually call it a day at an hour. <laughs> so is do you do you think there's a reason for this or or is it just like you're really distracted or you just can't quite like get in the groove? Maybe I'm blocked, who knows? Maybe. No, actually I guess I always had that. Sometimes I would just play games from dusk till dawn and then not think about work at all. And now I have the resources to do it. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier looking at Twitter notifications when I have my tablet, but of course it's on the other side of the room, so I just grabbed it. Alright. There we go. So you work for many hours a day, do you? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm always doing something, whether it's indie function, whether it's doing some web dev, working on a game, or being a professional um, web surfer and not doing anything. Oh, I do that a lot. <laughs> All right, so we've got some questions coming in soon. Mr. Fourth Dimension said he has a few, and Flare97 said he also has a question. And I have a feeling it's going to be a joke question. Okay, so Mr. Fourth Dimension, one, of all the games you've worked on, what was your best experience? And that could be, like, which one did you have the most fun on, or which one you learned a lot about, or whatever. However you want to take that, so. Well, there's probably a lot with the, the new games that I'm working on, because Unity is really amazing, actually. Mm-hmm. I wish I had Unity when I grew up. That could have been so impressive. I could have made such 3D games. They have totally all the, the assets too that you want. You can just buy them. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> Unfortunately, I can't tell you much about these, but Isaac was pretty nice. <laughs> so can can you tell us, like, are you working on somebody else with them? Or are some of them solo? What's... Uh, I've got a, a very good 3D modeler. Who also does animations and all this stuff that is really good. And I work with him. Neat. Are you able to say his name or is that a secret too? Or are you not sure? <laughs> I won't say it. Alright. Um, yep. Two, if you could learn anything you don't know well, very well right now, what would it be? Hmm. It's uh, a hard, hard question. Hmm. Maybe I, I should be a doctor if I could learn that real quick. Yeah, that might be good. Could save all the lives. Oh wait, maybe that would be a bad idea. Maybe then I would just be too lazy to do that, <laughs> and then they would die. Florida, I need your help. No, no, you could do it just fine for an hour. So, <laughs> oh, just for an hour. At a time. At a time. Then you'd have to like shift out because you lose focus. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Your operation's going to take an hour and a half, a so... collision on the, on the freeway and the only <laughs> saving. I only save one of them, I'm sorry. It took an hour for the surgery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm exhausted, sorry. <laughs> uh. World's best surgeon works an hour a day. <laughs> well, yeah, because he doesn't make mistakes. He doesn't work those ridiculous hours. There we go. No, That's no just on the top of his game. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm guessing that answer was a bit different than what Mr. Fourth Dimension <laughs> expected it to be. 
Well, I guess it'd be quite nice if I could blow Unity properly, but I guess I can just do that without using any Cosmic Wish. <laughs> I guess I should use it for good. Maybe I should... Hmm, definitely something with science. Yes, I, 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 oh, I know, I would... I would learn how to to make people immortal. Yeah, that would be it. Definitely. That's a then good I would one. Make myself immortal, so I, so I would never die. Perfect. Uh, let me let me know when you get to that, because um, I'll, I'll 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 take up an hour of your time, of your infinite time. <laughs> but if you never ever, I can we have rebirth? No. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's pretend I didn't just make that joke. Um, so, Flatline 7 in the IRC now has a question. Uh, what games inspire you the most personally, and what games did you grow up with? Ooh. Oh, well, that is a, a very uncommon scenario, because I I never had any consoles, so I grew up with PC games. And there was Tomb Raider 3, for example. <laughs> <laughs> It's amazing how you could grow up with that, and another game that no one has ever heard of called Shipwreckers that you should totally look up. Shipwreckers. And also Worms Armageddon and GTA 2, which is definitely the best GTA of all, even though it's semi-two-dimensional. I've played that. <laughs> I, I used to play it all, all day. I used to... But, when my mom was out working, I pretended that I, I was doing homework, and then I played it all day. <laughs> and when she came home, I, I said I already did the homework, and then I continued playing it. <laughs> and that is how I killed all the people, and and got all the army to spawn, and then I stole their tanks, and, and ran, them, ran them over with their own tanks. Yeah, I have, I have uh, GTA 1, 2, and then the British game... I don't remember what that's called for PS1. I found it at a garage sale, and I was like, whoa, what's this? And it's all top-down and completely different than the uh, the new GTAs. It's just weird. Maybe I should play that at some point. I guess they, may, they might have made GTA 2 free at some point, but I'm not sure if it runs on the modern computers at all. Maybe. I'm, sh I'm sure there's some sort of torrent or something that you could get it from, though. Although, we shouldn't be talking about that on the show. <laughs> no, apparently they actually <laughs> made it free to play. Perfect. GTA yeah. 2. Free... Is there microtransactions now? Uh -huh. No, I think it's pretty much the old game still, just without having to buy it. It's really old. I yeah. might be wrong, though. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto 2 was released... September 30th, 1999. Long, long oh. time ago. Well, I shall look it up too, then. In a galaxy far away. Florian, are you into Star Wars? Yes, very much, but even more into Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Ooh, yeah, so there's some exciting stuff. The The third Hobbit movie comes out later this month, doesn't it? It's it comes out in four days for me. Well, of course, in America, it takes longer for some reason. Oh yeah, they're GTA 2 Rockstar free downloads, but I don't know if this is oh, currently unavailable, actually. Okay, very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you going to the midnight premiere of The Hobbit? Or are you, what, do you have uh, any plans? No, it's actually, it's not even the premiere day. 
it's coming out on ninth actually I think in Austria but I'm going on tenth and there's a triple feature that I'm also not going to because I prefer to watch it at home and also I don't know if they have extended versions there oh yeah but mm -hmm. apparently they have troll catapults in the battle of the five armies so Ooh. that's amazing that'd be awesome trolls with catapults on their backs <laughs> doesn't get more dangerous than that hey, there's a game idea right there you, you play as a troll <laughs> with a catapult there you go oh, yeah. anybody who needs a loot and dare game that's that's your idea go <laughs> What did you think of the Shadow of Mordor? I haven't played the Shadow of Mordor. Oh. I uh, thought so it was quite nice, but the DLC apparently contains the actual ending of the game, so that's a big minus. <laughs> you wanna find out the end? Give us more money. Exactly. It, it'll be interesting if there's like some day where like you can't access DLC anymore, but you can still ask, access the games, and people just like won't be able to finish the game because they can't get their hands on DLC. Hmm. <laughs> well, good thing there's still Pirate Bay for these things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if, I'm, if I could ever get in trouble for promoting piracy, but I, I think I do it sometimes on my YouTube channel as well. Yeah, we, we pretend not to really promote it on here, but there there are some good examples, like uh, Sauce Sauce Whiskey promoted McPixel on Pirate Bay. He let people pirate it, and it influenced the sales positively. So. Well, that makes sense, but I guess that doesn't really make a difference. <laughs> what was that, Ian? I don't... I was just saying, probably got a lot of like, positive reviews and things from people being like, well, since I got this for free, it was amusing. <laughs> yeah. But for people to try it quickly. I'm not sure if it makes any difference because anything that gets released ends up on Pirate Bay within seconds and then mm -hmm. the yeah. demand is what makes the difference. I think he also I... ended up putting up like 200 Steam keys for anybody who didn't want to like officially pirate it, but would rather <laughs> download it. Uh, yeah, I think I heard of that. Maybe that's what it was, yeah. I'm putting up a lot of Steam keys of Binding of Isaac on my YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> so if I keep promoting that, oh well. It's fine. It's it's <laughs> one of your current projects. Oh yeah. Well, one of the ones that you can actually talk about. Exactly. Yeah, just play games on there. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched one of your videos one day. You were talking about Binding of Isaac with uh, a buddy of yours and... You're like, oh yeah, so there's actually a, uh, a formula, so to say, where the secret rooms are placed, so you can kind of guess where they are. Oh yeah, I know all the secrets. I also know, for example, the self-sacrifice room, not everyone knows this, but if you if you have one and a half hearts, then you always get a chest there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of figured that out on my own. And I don't like self-sacrifice rooms, because I will die. <laughs> Um, oh. but the, there's a pill that does, it's some weird disease or something, Hem hemophysis? I don't even know what that means, but it makes you drop two hearts. That one's useful, yeah, I think it might drop, make you more, make you drop all the hearts, in fact, that you have, except for one. Yeah, I think that's what it is, and then two hearts pop out of you, to pick up. Or how many you had, probably. I, 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 I think I got three at some point. 
Oh, on Rebirth, I only ever get two with it. Oh, that is only Rebirth. Yeah. So the original might be different. Open up your code quick, figure it out. No. <laughs> what? No, I, I didn't make it. No, I no, I meant, I meant the original. Again. It was more of a joke anyway. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so with with uh, action script, like what what some what tutorials and stuff did you use when you were learning it? Was it mostly just trial and error, or I, I know you mentioned I, the book earlier. Yeah, I had a book. It was it wasn't a good book though. It, uh, but I got a better book later on. But it's probably all outdated now. I think it was about Flash Five. <laughs> a long time ago. Flash Five. I don't even know if I was, was born. No, <laughs> that was a joke. So you were? Oh, so young though. All the power of the use. Yeah, I was five when Flash Five came out. <laughs> That's a good coincidence. <laughs> yeah. So did you actually start with like uh, Action Script Two then? Or I I actually made Isaac with Action Script Two. <gasps> Right. That's probably why it doesn't run so well. well. It runs fine for me, but it would probably run better if I had, in fact, used Action Script 3. It might actually be able to support a lot of bullets on the screen at all time. <laughs> but then again, actually, the, the main problem is the, the render engine, not the script so much. Flash It's pretty slow render engine. Mm-hmm. They've they've improved it a bit with the new Flash 11 and 12. With uh, they support 3D now, and apparently that's sped it up a bunch. I, I haven't haven't tried it since then. I've only been doing Unity, which is pretty much replacing Flash at this point. Oh yeah, do you ever play flat uh, Unity games on the internet? Oh yeah. I mean, in the browser. Mm hmm. Like what, for example? Um. Well, it's it's definitely useful using the browser when you like you want to share like a beta of your game. Um, um, I played Race to the Sun uh, in browser. I played their demo in that. I'm trying to think what else that was actually in Congregate. Like big sites like Newgrounds and Congregate actually allow you to upload Unity games. Yeah, now. I'm surprised that they all changed now. I thought Newgrounds was always going to be Flash only. <laughs> game Jolt has a lot of Unity games on there. Um, and that's where I, I guess I've played a lot of them. I, there's not really any that like pop out in my head, really, that stick out other than Race the Sun, but I do. Well, they're a bit harder occasion. to make, so there's not too many of them yet, probably. Uh, my games, <laughs> my Unity games in the, in the browser, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Which one was it? Um, it's this game called RGB, where you have this little window with a, with that's like tinted. And you can change the color of it, and then the science behind it or whatever is the light goes through it and it refracts the way that the light waves go or whatever. So if you put if you put the red window over like red blocks, they they disappear and they're no longer solid until you take it off. So you can you can make walls disappear and move through them. I shall play it now. <laughs> Thank you. But for some reason Unity Play always crashes my Chrome, so that's odd. Yes! It does that for me too. I always have to go to Firefox when I when I play it. It works the second time, it's just the first time it crashes. Really odd. Really? Oh, come on, let me close you at least. <laughs> so, well, I hope I hope you don't have a bunch of tabs stuff. open that you just lost. Oh, no, it's, the, the tabs stay open with Chrome. Oh, it's so loud. 
Oh yeah, that game is really loud. I'm sorry. Um, I think you oh, can press. That... I think you can press M to mute it. Maybe. Oh, that's that's good. I love that key. Oh yeah, there we go. Okay, so oh, I see. <laughs> oh, here we go. Yes. Now, what do I do? Yeah, it, that was made for kind of a game jam. Uh, that was a three-week thing, and I, I had I never used it. This. Hmm. Oh wait, I guess I go down. Yes, here we go. Yeah, oh, Ian, I, I made oh, that game can. with Zach. Zach did all the art on that. We, Ian, we should get Zach on the show sometime, just as a co-host. Is <laughs> well, Ian? That's interesting, actually. Is Ian even there? Yes. And I'm just imagining the chaos that would ensue. <laughs> yeah, come to think of it, Zach on the show. Oh god, the sweetness of that game is so awkward. The what? <laughs> the sweetness of your game. Yeah, it's... It looks 2D, but then you see it's actually 3D. Yeah, it was me not being very good with Unity and just trying to make something work. It was it was for a scholarship uh, at my school, um, so I really wanted to get the scholarship, so I made the game. Why does the purple block, yeah, the blue block go up if it's red? Hmm. Yeah, it's, I don't know, it's some idea that, like, purple objects are gonna not have gravity affected on them. Because why not? Um, oh, Mr. Fourth Dimension said that Firefox always crashes his OS. His what? His operating, operating system. system. Oh, entirely. Well, that's something. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't, I don't know that was a thing. But... Apparently there's a Windows update that installed Internet Explorer 10 or 11. <clears throat> Mandatorily without asking you, and then it has smashed up the, all the, the video drivers, and you can't uninstall it. Nice. Maybe that's what happened to my computer. Why doesn't it play? No, it, it play DirectX 11 anymore. No, um, my video driver every once in a while bugs out. It was also after I updated my drivers, so I'm guessing maybe the, the driver update came in, and then the Windows update came in like at the same time. And they didn't mesh well together. Every once in a while, my screen just turns into this flurry of random pixels. And I, I have to put my computer to sleep and log back in. And it's only when I have... It only ever happens really when I open up a video or a video starts playing on like my Facebook page that's open. That sounds like something that would happen in the last century. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh. Oh, Mr. Fourth Dimension is using Windows 7. I have trouble playing Unity games because of it. Huh. That's weird. Well, I guess if if your Chrome Stand doesn't alone work... or browser? Oh, uh... Browser, I assume. Browser, yeah. Yeah, because we're this talking about Firefox. Firefox Could be, the way. Oh, I thought Firefox did that just always for him. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, no, no. I think that's what he means, but my point is... Like, if it crashes in Chrome, and then you can't use Firefox, it doesn't... Because it crashes his OS. Because you're not going to explore any of that, so, you know, you kind of... I, I guess you can get Oprah. I think that's still a thing. Opera? Opera, Oprah. It's not Oprah Winfrey. It's not, she's not... She's not <laughs> that person. was dumb of me. <laughs> Everyone used to make that joke when I came to America, and I said the word, and I also used that browser. Uh, but I guess I know how to pronounce it better now. It's opera, right? Yeah. Yeah, the word 
Oprah's the person that was just dumb of me. So I always say it in my head too. But you're all American, right? Yeah. I'm from the U.S. <laughs> you know, I tried to not sound disappointed just this once. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know. What I'm disappointed about when I'm talking to like fellow Americans and then like pretend that like I don't dislike our country when I'm talking to foreign people. To be like, oh, you're from another country. Yeah, America's great. You should come here. Maybe we could just like switch, you know, our information, and I could go live in your country, and then <laughs> you could be here. Yeah, all of Europe seems really great. When I when I can afford it, I'm still getting out there and just gonna go explore for a month or two. Well, the the European Union at least when you go to to the other half. <laughs> yeah, I wanna like part of me wants to like go backpacking and just like exploring Europe. Sounds fun. Should be good. So what are, what are your some what are some of your favorite places in Austria? Like what? Oh, I don't really leave the house much, so there's really not much to say about this. <laughs> I love this country, but I I don't explore it. It's just no, but like we it. have like free healthcare and we have free college education, or at least cheap. Yeah. And all the good stuff that yeah. Americans can yeah. only dream of. The opposite of those. <laughs> <laughs> Your life belongs to us now that you went to college. <laughs> uh, well, I didn't even finish college because why? Even better, when you can just make games. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't argue with that. I'm trying to not go through four years of college. Thank you very much. Because, nah, especially here, where I could be uh, broke afterwards. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just broke. <laughs> I guess if I was actually. If I had a lot of willpower and I did things that were actually useful for my career, then I would probably go to college and, and learn all they have to teach, but maybe I'll try to do it on my own at home. Yeah, with <laughs> well, the internet. If like... I learn like, game development stuff, I feel like college isn't really the best place because nope. the people that are really successful and know what they're doing and can make really good games probably aren't the ones teaching the course, just, just saying. <laughs> Well, you, you don't need to learn about game design. You just need to learn about the actual, the actual way of programming. Yeah. Is, yeah. No, there's still. I mean, I, mean I grew, I grew up being a, a game designer, and what I was lacking was the, the know-how at times. But I've, I'm going, I'm, I'm learning now, but not in college. <laughs> well, the internet, right? So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a pretty good place to learn stuff for programming and game development. Since yeah, there's so much out there. There's there's tons of people that have completely taught themselves off the internet. So, like who? Oh, I I don't know. Maybe maybe me and you. <laughs> well, you know, I guess for did you you did some in college still? So okay, but when you were starting, it was all from the internet or books and things, right? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know, I feel like being self-taught is kind of a cool way to start because it gives you a little more, um, kind of, I feel like it's a little more unique when you haven't just, like, gone and learned through, like, 
courses with a bunch of other people, you have like this weird collection of different things from like the internet and books mm-hmm. and videos and stuff. That kind of, and maybe some classroom uh, learning or like college or whatever, but that kind of mixes to make it so that you have a more unique background with your programming or game development or whatever it happens to be. Yeah, one of the things that I noticed when I was going to college, I had already been doing programming for five and a half years, so like the first few programming classes, I wouldn't even pay attention. I'd just work on my projects and then do the homework in like 20 minutes. And everybody would be struggling for four hours trying to do it. But the thing was, like, they, they, uh, since, since they were doing it in a classroom setting and they didn't have that independence of just doing it on their own, they didn't really feel that it was possible to really learn on their own necessarily. So they wouldn't go out and seek information on the internet. They would just ask stuff and they would, they would ask me and I'd be like, why didn't you just Google that? And they're like, oh, I didn't think it would be on Google. And it's like, well, yeah. And tutorials, and come on. Yeah, no. All the things, yeah. If you don't know how to use a function, look it up. Oh, yeah, it's so important. I don't even know how people were programming before the internet, but I guess the first computers were made somehow. I guess we can't blame Microsoft for being so bad then when there wasn't an internet. (laughs) Ian, who was it that we had on that said that they had, like, a thousand pages of, like, C++ documentation printed out? I have no idea. I can't remember. I want to say it was John, uh, Jonathan Blow. Blow Blow Blow. Hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah, it's just bad. I think I actually have that. Plus, you can't just do a Control-F if it's actual printed text. No, you have to look it up in the glossary. Oh, yeah. Real-life learning sucks. I wonder how they, they even got this far. <laughs> All of these... Um, Much slower than we did. ...monk in the medieval times. Oh, God. <laughs> I, to, I to rewrite a, a whole Bible. And, and other books, too. I forgot a word, and now I'm, like, 30 pages past it, so... Now I have to, like, erase all of these, just, like, get rid of them so I can correct that mistake. It'd be terrible. Well, you probably just do one page, but... But, I guess it doesn't wrap over it to being a problem. Well, it, it could, anyways. I don't know. It would just, it would suck either that's way. In a, well, there's an acceptable error, I guess, but then again, maybe some of them were really professional. I guess that's part of the thing, then, though, is, like, the books are not even consistent then, and when they're kind of written for the printing press, like, alright, now we have problems, because... You know, it's, it's handwriting, and hopefully it's neat and you can read it, but when they're just sitting, writing Bible again and again, there's bound to be some errors every time, and their hands are going to, like, hurt and cause them to start writing more poorly, and that's just, uh... Well, it's hard to tell. Maybe paper is actually quite a valuable resource, so they wouldn't dream of, of slacking off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or the king would have your head if you messed it up. So yeah, I love medieval things. So beautiful, all of these. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you said that you were a big Lord of the Rings fan in The Hobbit, so medieval makes a lot of sense. So what? what's yeah. some of your favorite medieval stuff other than Lord of the Rings? Um, I like Vikings, the, the series. Oh yeah, I need to watch that. that. Uh, well, there's quite a lot, actually. There was also Borchas, which is amazing. But it was cancelled, so that's odd. <laughs> it's one of those things only I like. <laughs> and 
Well, I guess there's really quite a lot. I liked Black Death at the time, but I guess it wasn't too good really, when it comes to historical, historical accuracy. <laughs> um, did you, have you ever gotten into Game of Thrones? Oh yeah, Game of Thrones is great. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you can say about it. Yeah, if you say anything really, it's a spoiler. It's a spoiler. Oh, <laughs> be careful. Well, you can talk some general things, but I guess, mm, I guess no point in summarizing it anyways. Yeah. Everyone knows about it. I mean, if you even mention a character, it's like, oh, well, they're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't die yet. Cool. Well, you could have mentioned a character from the first episode. Yeah. That's... When I rewatched it, I was really surprised that the White Walkers were actually in the first episode. Or at least the uh, zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. thought that was only a later thing. Yeah, I haven't watched too much of it. Because there's a lot of it, and the episodes are a full 60 minutes. Yes, that's a good amount of TV to be watched. <laughs> it's good and filling. Uh, don't have the time. Uh, oh, um... In the IRC, Mr. Fourth Dimension asks, uh, he says, N-Band is a Lord of the Rings-based hardcore roulette. Have you ever tried it? Is that a band? What did he say? No, a a roguelike? Type it into like, Skype, or, since, yeah, you're not in the binary. Um, it, it's a game, uh, N-Band. Yeah. Oh, a game, okay, let's have a look. Oh, it's from 1990. Oh, boy. Uh, so that's that's why it's a hardcore like roguelike. Yeah, I actually didn't get into roguelikes until we made Isaac, and then I was just there was just Edmund telling me how roguelikes worked, and then we made it that way. <laughs> the same way I I wasn't into Legend of Zelda either, and that's apparently a big inspiration for Isaac. Oh yeah. So basically, I, I'm all in the dark about some things, and I just do what I'm told. <laughs> So, with... I mean, I mean, I knew about it, it's just that I was ignorant of it because of lack of interest. <laughs> yeah. Go on. Um, well, actually, do, do you play any Legend of Zelda games now, or any roguelikes? Oh, no. Well, I, I don't play any console games. Oh, dumb. Yeah. Oops. And I also don't really play any indie games because they're not always that good. I do play Magic of Wizard Wars, I don't know if that counts as an indie game or not, but I definitely play that a lot. What do you think? Yeah. Oh yeah, Magic is a good game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the roguelike that I've been putting a lot of hours in lately is Nuclear Throne. I've heard of that. It's really, really good. Try it. Yeah, it's, it's by Vlombeer, if you've, if you've heard of them. Is it very pixel arty? Yeah, it, it, it's, it's got pixel art. The, the the base game resolution is like 320 by uh, 24 or 240. Oh god. And then it's just upscaled. But it looks good. I would disagree probably, so I might be safest if well, I look at for, it. For pixel art, it looks really good. For being such a low res. Like, it, you don't really think about it while you're playing because it's it's a fast paced game. Yeah, that too. Did, yeah, I think Super Crate Box was 320 by 240. And that so looked good. good. 
No, they they look good, honestly. <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to make another roguelike at some point. I really need to. I really <laughs> should, in fact. Oh, actually, I played Super Crate Box. Yeah, that was a good game, but really short and free to play. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah, it's by the same guys that made that, so. Oh. Yep, new Not through. bad. But yeah, all their games are kind of just sh like a uh, short burst games where you can you can jump in and play. But if you get good at it, like gameplay sessions can be really long. Like Nuclear Throne, almost everybody dies in one of the first three levels, which is the first world. And then there's there's seven worlds in all. And then once you get to the end, there's the Nuclear Throne, and you're finally free. And then you loot the game and you start over with harder enemies. Sounds just like Isaac. <laughs> I actually haven't completely beaten either of the Isaac games yet. Oh my god. Because I'm not that good. I'm working my way there, though. Blasphemy. <laughs> I can't even do yeah. this interview with you, Brett. Uh, but I'm working my way there. So if, if you were to make another roguelike, like, would... <laughs> if you made another roguelike, like, would you... Um, uh, that was definitely not pixel art, no. Not pixel art. Do you do you uh, do you have anybody in mind that you would work with, or do you want to work with somebody new? Like what? I thought I'd want to make a 3D one and use that modeler that I work with now. That would be great. But I'm still learning so much. Yeah, I, I'm guessing you're probably like past the basics, but. Um, I guess I'll recommend it here anyway, not so much for you, but for our listeners, uh, Infinite Ammo, uh, aka Alec Loca, he's got a really good tutorial series on YouTube that introduces you to uh, uh, Unity, um, the IDE, like he's got all the keyboard shortcuts, like right away he talks about QWER, which is super nice, and like how to left click and right click to adjust the camera and all that. Um, and then he, he just kind of teaches you how to make something really quick and how easy it is to use Unity. Um, unfortunately, a lot of the assets for the tutorial series are gone, but you can still follow along and watch. Where is this? Uh, it's YouTube. Um, I guess you can look up Infinite Ammo, all one word, oh. and then uh, Unity Tutorial. Oh, I see. I found it now, actually. I was looking at the website, Infinite Ammo, and that seems to be some kind of Game developer that made yeah. Offspring Fling and such. Yeah. Oh, he did the music for for that game. Yeah. Alex. Oh, the music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's best known for Aquaria, um, doing the music for Towerfall Ascension and his latest project, Night in the Woods. Mm. <clears throat> All of these names that I've heard once or twice. <laughs> Yeah, that's how the indie world works. Just kind of hear things. <laughs> you might not have ever played it, but I've heard of it. Maybe yeah. that's just games in general. I don't know. <laughs> hmm. Alright. Got a little distracted looking at their site. It's really nice. <laughs> so yeah. Um, are there any more questions? I think I think we should probably wrap this up pretty soon here. Let's Let me check Twitter. Nothing. Alright, so if anybody wants to jump in the IRC, one last chance, you can go to IndieFunction.com slash radio, it's at the bottom of the page. Um, 
or if you have an IRC client, it's the afternet.org network, just indie function is the channel name. Um, and anybody that's currently in there, if you have any questions, it's your last chance to get it in. We'll go for another minute or two, and then we'll uh, wrap it up and let you go on your day and all that stuff. Well, if you have any questions for me, um, you can always be reached at my YouTube channel, and I usually respond to everything. Yeah, for sure. Go to that. Um, it's uh, GameSquid. And uh, the URL, if, you, if you're like me and you always type in URLs, I believe it's youtube.com slash user slash gamesquidinate. No, game. Gamesquidable. Gamesquidable. There we go. That's the name of <laughs> So, that's an easy way to find it. And your site is comics-games.com. Did I say that? Did I pronounce that correctly? Comics? Probably. Everyone's leaving. I, I didn't even know about English pronunciation so much when I made that up. <laughs> comics, comics, I don't know. How, how do you say it? Comics, but it's spelled with a K and an, I, and an X. Oh, comics. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> comics games. Alright, well that's how I'm going to say it from now on. It's mentally, mentally put in my head. Alright, so it uh, looks like nobody's got any more questions, so we're going to wrap it up, and uh, thanks for coming on the show, uh, Florian. If you want to hang out for a few more minutes uh, after the credits, that's that's cool. Um, sure. But yeah, let's get into the credits. Thank you for listening to broadcast number 50 of Indie Radio. This broadcast was broadcasted live with 1,000 mics and was recorded using Adosti. The next interview will be on December 20th, 2014. Thank you again for listening, and have a fantastic weekend.